Welcome to the Pathways to Profitability podcast, personal tales of business success, where we hear local business owners' personal stories of their trials and tribulations that got them to where they are today. Here's your host, Cheryl Mucha, CEO of CFO Your Way. Hello and good day, everyone. Um, welcome to Pathways to Profitability podcast. Our guest today is Martina Kuhlmeyer from Power Up Your Team. Martina, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm excited to be on the show. So I always like to give our audience a little bit of a background of who Martina is and a little bit about the business, and then we'll get into the, the good nitty gritty stuff. Sounds cool. Yes. So I am an entrepreneur. I lead my own coaching practice. And I started that after a 30-year career in working in large corporations in uh, lean transformations and operational excellence, working with senior leaders and executives to create a better, more engaging work environment for their teams. And after I had done four or five of these type audios, joining different companies, leading different type transformations, I decided it's time for change and I ventured into entrepreneurship and now I have my own coaching practice focused on helping CEO and founders build a more resilient team so that they can scale their business and win in the marketplace. Beautiful. So you hit on my first point. So what was the, if there was like one thing or two things that were the real trigger mm -hmm. for leaving the corporate world and becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. It, it was my, my quest for doing something completely different. You know, we only have one life to live. Right. And this perspective, it is really not that long, you know? And so after I had done a very similar thing for 30 years, and it was a very a joyful career, and I'm grateful for the experience that I had, I wanted to try something new. And that was really, then I asked myself the question, what is it that I want to do? And uh, so being self-employed was very high on the list. And then the question was, do I want to become a consultant or a coach? And I really enjoyed working with senior leaders and executives one-on-one -on -one to help them develop and transform their leadership style and uh, create impact to their teams and create environments that are motivating and inspiring. So that is what I enjoyed most in my career. I enjoyed building successful teams myself. I had many of them along the years. And so I pulled that passion forward into what I'm doing now. So it wasn't necessarily something happened in that career. It was just really time and place, it sounds like. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Great. So tell our audience a little bit about, you know, pre-entrepreneurship. Was there, did you have a mentor or was there, there a significant person in your life that kind of guided you through your career path that led you to this, this leap of faith and entrepreneurship? Yeah. Because that's what it is, right? Yes. It's a leap of, it's a leap of faith. Um, I had, of course, uh, many mentors and many different leaders who I worked for. And there were a couple of people who really were at pivotal points throughout my career. 
And what they often demonstrated and what made all the difference for me is that they believed in my capabilities. They didn't put me in a drawer. They didn't niche me in. They gave me a shot at something that I hadn't done before. And there were two pillars that, that I will never forget. One was uh, a, a business leader who allowed me to move from marketing into quality management. And at the time that was unheard of. How can you have a marketing person leading the quality department? And I had always this passion for building management systems and business systems where people, process, and technology are really working well together. So I really enjoyed this move into quality. And then years later, uh, there was another business president who gave me a chance to lead a PNL. I never done that before. I was also not a subject matter expert in that industry. He believed in me and my leadership capabilities and my knowledge in Lean Six Sigma and trusted me that I could turn that business unit around. And so these are two key experiences that, that really leveled me up throughout my career and that I benefit from throughout my 30 years working in large corporations. Yeah, I always say like there's, you know, entrepreneurship, of course, like we said, is a leap of faith, but I always say like, it's gotta be at the right time and place. Like we yes. need those experiences. You had to, you know, work with those leaders who, who believed in you to, to learn and grow and, and just get exposure to things that you hadn't yet. And that's, that, yeah, it's the, the basis, the foundation for what you're doing now for the business. Oh. Absolutely. So if I just, I'm so grateful that I had the chance to lead a PNL. So I know the woes and worries of looking at a PNL and wondering why the heck are my expenses so high? Where does it come? You're talking my language now, Mark. <laughs> and then if I said, how can that be, right? That I that the expenses are so high. I only have that number of people working for me. Where's the rest of the expense coming from, right? And then you learn about depreciation schedules, right? And all these beautiful things. That, that happens, right? But it, it is the good, the news is I experienced the reality and the pressure of leading a business. And in this particular case, it was a business who was not doing that well at the onset. So I had a challenge stepping in and had the opportunity to turn it around. And I think this experience kind of helps me to work with my current clients, right? To show empathy, to put myself in their shoes and then really help them to improve whatever it is they, they want to improve in terms of running their business. Right, yeah, but it, being in a situation like that and we get into a lot of those situations where the business isn't at its optimal performance, yeah. that's where the, A, you can make the greatest effect, but that's where the most, um, the critical learning is because you're really digging yeah. deep yeah. and um you know i come across it all the time business owners don't have that depth of knowledge in any aspect of the business not just the pnl the financials but any aspect like what it really takes to yeah. run a business yes it's so funny you say that Cheryl, because my boss at the time always said martina you are in your laboratory of your life in this job you're learning everything Right. And it's true because there was not much that was working well from 
the team didn't have an alignment on who the customer was. <laughs> they were not in alignment on that. They were not in alignment on their strategy, right? The morale was low, the expenses too high. They didn't have the right equipment, you name it. So there was pl plenty of stuff to diagnose and then fix. And I love that stuff. I love to dig under the surface right. and trying to find the root cause of why things don't working well and don't work well, and then build a team around that to right. fix and improve that. And I, that's what I was just going to say. And it's it's around the team. It's yes. It, it's the people yes. that either make it good or bad. Yes. Yeah, the team is the most important asset of any organization, large or small. I'm convinced about that. No great product, no great product technology will right. do any good <laughs> if you don't have great people, right? And the other conviction that I developed over the years is that the CEO or the business owner or the founder, whoever sits at the top, right. he or she is the one who creates the culture, period. Right. So it's all in their hands. And so that's, that are the two things that I'm very passionate about and that I really, these two core beliefs, I rolled forward into what I'm doing now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I know for myself too, and so many other business owners, you go into business because you're good at what you're good at. You're good at, I always say, you're good at building your widget, right? Yes. There's all these other things that come yes. into play and all these other people, whether it's a customer or a vendor or, or part of the team that all have to be integrated and, yeah. and have the same values. Yes. That is so true. I mean, often people have an idea, they have a product idea or service idea. And with that conviction, they start their business. And then there are suddenly all these other hats that they need to wear. And one of them is really focusing on, on building the team. And that is not everybody's forte. Why, why should it, right? But it's something that I truly believe people can learn. Leadership skills can be learned like any other thing uh, in the world. Right. And with guidance from, from you, yeah. it's th that journey is, is that much smoother and that much yeah. more productive. Yeah, and it's the same with the guidance you give your clients, you know, helping them really read and understand their numbers and right. understand the stories beneath them. Right. And that's, that's, critical. that's critical, but why would business owners know that, right? By chance, they know it if they have an accounting background, but if they're an engineer, right, or a scientist, uh, that's Or just not. a creative. Yeah, a creative. Right. That's why people like you and I are around, right? We can help fill the gap and help them move the business to the next level of success. Right. So I'm glad you used the word success because I wanted to kind of discuss with you, like, how, what, how do you define business success? Not only for yourself and, and your business, but for your clients and, and what you're accomplishing with them. Yeah, it's, uh, it depends on, on the client a little bit. Usually I show up when they want to scale their business. And then it is, uh, the, the success factors can be growth, but it can also be a harmonized team, a team that's working well. Uh, it can be uh, getting services faster, quicker, easier out the door. It can be for the owner, uh, less time burning the midnight, light, midnight oil having time to focus on strategy. So my work as a coach, there are business results in the traditional sense, 
but I measure results also in the difference I make in the life of my client. Right. And that is an emotional thing, right? Where they say, oh, I finally have the confidence in my team. Or now I feel comfortable trusting my team. Or I have more time to spend with my family. Or I can see, clearly see not only where I want to be in one to five years, but also I have a good idea of how I'm going to get there. Right. Right. And having the ability to have the confidence and the faith in your team to be able to take a vacation because how many business owners say oh i haven't taken a, a vacation in five years or whatnot to be able yeah. like we yeah. all need that we all need to step yeah. away to tune out to shut off yeah um but to get to that point where you're totally comfortable doing that yes and that's some work, right? It starts with having the, it could, could be an issue of just being comfortable letting go. It's having the right people in the right place, having some level of governance, because sooner or later, a business leader has to also delegate decision making, not just work, right? As gro right. If growth continues, sooner or later, somebody has to delegate decisions. So that who makes the decisions, right? What's the governance around that? And then, you know, at the core, I'm an engineer, so I always believe that process is very important. Some people may think process is bureaucracy, but I don't think it is. This enables collaboration and it enables continuous improvement of the work. And processes always uh, provide a transparency into the work. And that is critically important for a business owner to be able to step back and, and guide their business without being directly involved in every right. detail. Right. And, you know, it's not only, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not only work-life balance for the owner or the founder, it's work-life balance for the team too. Oh, without a doubt. See, that goes into authentic leadership, right? right. What's the value, right? If the value of a business owner, and that's where coaching comes in. These values can right. only come from within. I can't tell anyone else what what their values are, right? So we got to feel that out. But for instance, if work-life balance is a value for them, they need to right. honor that and model that for their for the team, team and apply yeah. the same value to a team to, be, to, become, to come across as authentic and credible. Right. And the other thing too, to tie that into what you were just saying about the processes and whatnot, if you have strong processes and your team is aligned, there should be no hiccups in the business when a team member is away on vacation for two weeks. That's exactly, that's exactly right. And again, there are things that an owner can do, right? To, we know that working in teams has higher productivity or working in pay, pairs has higher productivity anyhow, right? So teaming people up, not having individuals who have the only keys to the castle, right? That leads mm -hmm. to mushrooms down the road. But it's how they thoughtfully design their management system or the business system. And, and that's, that's critical. I, I couldn't agree more. And, it, and again, comes back to the numbers. You, you, you attain that level of efficiency and collaboration. It, it affects your P&L. That's right. And when it comes to numbers, right? It's, it's not just the results or the, right. the outcome numbers at the end of the month or quarter. It's the process metrics that are so right. important. The, these process metrics along the creation of value for the client, um, 
they are critical to give a business mm -hmm. owner peace of mind so that they have the insight and can quickly say where work is at. And frankly, the people themselves can, can do that too. Right. Right. And so that's something that as a business is growing and more hands are on deck, that's something important to consider uh, to put more structure into the work. And that doesn't mean that we take the velocity out of the work, but mm -hmm. it, it's measurement points along the way that signal if, if everything is on track or off track. Off track. And, and if they're off track, react quickly. Yes. Yes. Again, that's another leadership thing where you say, look, if, if the traffic light is red, uh, what is your team doing? Are they empowered to change the work, improve the work, experiment, figure things out? Or are they suddenly all waiting for the boss to tell them what to do? That's right. a cultural thing. And that's, again, the leadership that plays to, into that. So it plays, in my mind, it plays all together, right? right. So the, the vision, the strategy, the values, the leadership, the people structures, and, and the processes. Right. All yeah. on system. Well, everyone on the team should have the ability to turn that light from red to green. Yes. 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 And always a flag, right? That's the other thing I've, I've experienced in my 30 years culture where people were afraid to say right. something, right? And so that's, the, that's a, another a cultural, cultural thing. Yeah. It's a cultural thing, right? So people need to be comfortable with saying, hey, we got to stop the train for a moment. Something is going right. off rail. Exactly. And, and put our heads together and figure out not only what to do, but the why behind yes. it going off rail. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's why I think it's so important for everyone on the team to understand the context, right? right. Not just understand their sliver of work, mm -hmm. but understand the whole, we used to call it value chain, right? The value creation process. Uh, so that they actually have the context and, and can make a right. better assessment of their own work and the work around them. Right. Yeah. Instead of making decisions in the silo. Yeah. Make them, make them across the or entire organization. Yes. Couldn't agree more because it's all integrated. And they, yes, you know, I always, in my, in my mind, I have this vision of a wheel, you know, and, and where are the yeah. cogs in the wheel? Yes. It's an ecosystem. It's a yep. system, right? Yep. That needs to work together. Perfect. So you have a podcast as well, which I yes. was a guest on and it was yes, so it was very exciting. So tell our audience a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, my podcast is called Power Up Your Team. And currently I alternate between solo episodes and interviews with uh, business owners. And so the idea is to give uh, my audience tips and quick tips and tricks to build a more resilient team. And it's everything from how to give feedback, how to build the ecosystem, how to, um, I don't even remember that I have had so many episodes, but what a resilient team is all about, how to, why to celebrate setbacks. So everything that pops into my mind that might be useful to a leader as they improve their leadership style is in that podcast. So the solo episodes are like just five minutes, so they're little snippets. And then the interviews are typically 20, around 20 minutes. Yeah, and it was so much fun. Thank you for having yes. me as a Thank as you. Yes. And we saw on screen where we can find those podcasts. Um, if you could share with us two other ways that our audience can find you and get in touch with you. Yeah, the website is uh, www.poweruppyourteam.com. 
And you can find me on LinkedIn under Martina Kuhlmeier. There's only one, one person with that name, uh, to the best of my knowledge. And then on the website, you can, there's an email address. It's martina at powerpteam.com. That's how you can get in touch via email. Perfect. Martina, thank you so much for being here with us today thank and sharing with our audience. There's so much good information in there. And I hope our audience absorbs that and then comes to you with more questions and, and yeah. you know, looking, looking for guidance because it's, it's critical out there, you know, today and every day, like there's always something going on in our, our world, our business world, our personal world that we need professional guidance. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I look forward to get in touch with more and more people. It's all about having conversations yep. and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show, Cheryl. Thank you oh. so much. Thank you so much, Martina. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening in. I hope you found great value in this episode of Pathways to Profitability. Um, check out our other episodes. The website is here on the screen. Um, lots of great information about you know, different entrepreneurs, their journey, their trials, their tribulations, and how they just move forward on this journey, on this path to business success. That's it for today's episode of Pathways to Profitability. Remember to ask yourself, where can I pay my success forward today?